right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. It is Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news, what it means, and why it matters. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. Coming up on this Wellness Wednesday, we've got some very a, a wide variety of things to talk about today, and I hope that you'll stay with us for the full time. We're going to be uh, delving into uh, some past, some present, and some future, all about your health. Stay here. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He's playing the role. As, uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, thank you for being here. Uh, it's it's a very interesting day in New York. Um, it's a very interesting day uh, across the country when you think about it. Um, I, I've got to, I, I really need to, uh, in, in the most earnest sense, uh, address this issue of the resurgence of the former governor, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, there, is, there is an attempt by the former governor to rehabilitate his his image, his history, and his viability for service to New York State going forward. And I don't. I, I want to say this with great understanding, being an an imperfect person myself. Um, we all make mistakes. We all mess up. We all fall. Uh, some of the best lessons I've learned in life have come from some of my biggest mistakes. Um, and and you can you can look into my past and there are many. But I will say this. For people to want to reclaim what they have been entrusted with previously and to not address those mistakes or to correct that behavior, or to go forward in a way that is appropriate. In other words, they just want back to where they were, but they still never really ever honestly admitted, addressed, or confronted the things that kind of tripped them up to begin with. That's someone that I can't be okay with giving the power back to. And that may seem judgmental, but I, I think it's just good stewardship. People think about the uh, the story uh, Les Misérables, and you have uh, Jean Valjean, who is in in prison at the beginning of the of the story, and he gets his parole, and the system is fixed. It's very unfair, and he can't find work, and he gets taken in by a member of the cloth, and he's he's offered a, a night of respite. He's offered a meal. He's offered things that. Uh, revive him and he immediately as he's going through this this period with this clergyman and his generosity he sees an opportunity to ingratiate himself to some silver that doesn't belong to him and he takes it and he's on the run and the he gets caught and dragged back to the clergyman and and in the in the scheme of this story, Valjean has the opportunity to be put away forever. But the clergyman puts on him the onus of, of, of admitting what he's done and changing his ways and making a commitment to change his ways in order to uh, receive his forgiveness and go forward. And he does. And the rest of the story is amazing because, of course, he goes on to, to do great things for many other people. But there's this there's there's the issue of the admitting of what's happened. And in the issue of Andrew Cuomo and COVID-19. Um, I'm sorry, you don't get to gloss over what has happened. And in recent days, he's been on different media outlets and he's talked to different people. And um, he's he's even done, you know, supposedly hardball interviews, which were laughable. I mean, the, the questions were 
pathetic. They they didn't they didn't force him to answer anything. And he mealy mouthed his way around and kind of blamed the same people he blamed at the time. And and regardless of what he says in all of that word salad garbage, the former governor has not addressed these facts and these facts as I will lay them out. He alone signed an order for 46 days to put sick um, elderly uh, elderly people with with COVID-19 into nursing homes that did not have COVID-19. And he exposed the most vulnerable population, literally the most vulnerable population. It wasn't the kids who we were all told we had to mask, 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 mask. No. And he was part of that. Cuomo said, wear your mask, wash your hands, stay six feet apart, all the rest of the garbage he was he was totally on board with. But what he didn't do, he didn't keep the most vulnerable population safe. Instead, he put COVID positive patients into those nursing homes. And 16,000 New Yorkers, roughly 16,000 New Yorkers lost their lives because of that order. He was advised against it. People told him not to do it. And he did it anyway. And that would be one area of accountability if he said, okay, I did this in hindsight. It was really a bad move and I should not have done it. And I, I, I own that. It'd be one thing if he had said, I'm going to own my responsibility with that. But instead of doing that, while COVID was still happening and on the taxpayer's dime, in other words, the time that he's supposed to be putting towards solving the problem for the taxpayers in the midst of COVID, where his his workday was 23 and a half hours a day. He wrote a book patting himself on the back, talking about what a great job he did. He accepted an Emmy Award for non-conventional programming for his daily press conferences. He had a whole group of Cuomo sexuals that were admiring him and saying, oh, how good he looked on TV that he didn't put down. He accepted the Emmy Award for the for the for the thing. And then he took the, the money for the book and he made out like a bandit, not as big as Anthony Fauci made out, but he still did pretty well. He's never been held accountable for any of that. And friends, those 16,000 lives just keep this in mind. That's eight times the number of New Yorkers that died on 9-11 at the hands of terrorists. The former governor was eight times more deadly to New York State residents than Al-Qaeda. He has yet to acknowledge it. He has yet to ask forgiveness for it. He has yet to be held accountable for it. And so for all of these journalists, quote unquote, that are getting the hardball questions, quote unquote, with zero pushback and no real thought to the questions, just just pablum, just let me ask him and then he moves on and that's it. You're enabling, hear this clearly, if you're a journalist and you're doing that kind of reporting with Andrew Cuomo, you are enabling him to be rehabilitated for the public's eye without ever taking responsibility for what he did in the first place. And that's something that I'm sorry, as a commentator and as a journalist, uh, I'm, I'm not willing to participate in. Andrew Cuomo killed 16,000 New Yorkers needlessly. He's never said he was sorry. He's never taken responsibility for it. He's never met with the families of the people that it happened to. He's never shown contrition in any regard. And until he answers those questions, he has nothing else to say to New York. End of discussion. Forever. Until he changes his mind. I'm Kevin McCullough. Coming right back. Here's a message from Pastor Kobe Blair Morgan, the regional wellness pastor from Thrive Church, New Jersey, of South Orange. 
Did you know that chronic toxic stress can cause more harm than drugs, alcohol, and violence, and many other maladaptive behaviors? Chronic means persistent or long-standing. Toxic means poisonous. And stress is the body's response to overwhelming burden, fear, and pressure. Christians can also be bound by chronic toxic stress. Thank God we have a Lord and Savior who says, Come unto me, all who are weary and stressed and anxious and burdened. Thrive Church recommends healthy, holistic supports in the form of pastors, professionals, and peers. No more shame, guilt, embarrassment, and condemnation. The church should be a safe place for us to find peace and rest. I look forward to meeting with you and talk to you more about strategies for dealing with chronic toxic stress. God bless you. Visit Thrive Church at www.thrivechurchnj.org or in person at the South Orange Performing Arts Center. Hi, I'm Kevin Cottrell, talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco and Associates. Dan, Buttafuoco and Associates, fights for the maximum benefit for your client. Tell us about a specific case. Well, we had one case in particular where the client was a sheetrocker and fell off a scaffold. He had a pretty good lawyer, actually, and the lawyer was trying to settle the case. God only knows what reason for $600,000. The client knew it wasn't enough. He changed to our firm. We took that same case to trial, and the jury awarded $5.5 million. We literally changed this man's entire life. The lawyer missed the most obvious injury, which was the traumatic brain injury, which we diagnosed in my own office and got him to the right doctors. But if you go and associates cares to get you the best results possible. They don't take the easy way or the easy money. They fight for your maximum benefit. Call 800 now hurt. That's 800-669-4878. Butterfuco and Associates. 1-800-NOW-HURT. 800-669-4878. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. What does the perfect wedding entail? Just you, the love of your life, your guests, and the iconic New York City skyline. Sound too good to be true? It's not. You can say, I do, all with gorgeous views of the New York City skyline in the distance on board the Atlantis yacht of New York Cruises. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. New York Cruises is the premier unique wedding venue. They have a dedicated staff of experienced hospitality professionals who can provide you with wedding cruise event planning services every step of the way. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Your guests will dine in style on the main deck, sky deck, and lounge deck with 360-degree views of the Manhattan skyline. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar or bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today or visit NewYorkCruises.com. This is Pastor Matthew Recker with the Heritage of Faith Conversations program. Join us every Sunday night at 6 p.m. to get Bible questions answered live on the air. Join us Sunday night at 6 p.m. You have probably heard from a young age that you need to eat your fruits and vegetables. But there are so many different ones. And not only that, the cost continues to grow the more and more fruits and vegetables you put in your shopping basket. Help keep it simple and get a variety of fruits and vegetables with Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggie Capsules. You get the benefit of 31 whole fruits and vegetables by taking a few capsules of Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies. Not to mention, it comes straight to your door. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer. That's 1-800-2468-751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751 and get this special offer by using discount code MISSION. The WMCA May Ministry of the Month Alan Jackson. We've been taking our cues from the secularists. They've been defining to us how Christians should respond. Listen weekday mornings at 8.30. We should take our cues from the Spirit of God. He should direct us. Listen weekday mornings at 7 to the verse of the day to win a book from Pastor Alan. Alan Jackson, the May Ministry of the Month on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Like AM570 The Mission? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook so you can find daily encouragement in your newsfeed, share your thoughts about the mission, read inspirational articles, interact with our hosts, and find more information about our advertisers. Like us on Facebook today. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. This is Ricky Rubio, point guard for the Phoenix Suns. 
And I'm Holly Robinson P, actor and along with Ricky, ambassador for Delivering Jobs. We know that a job is empowering and instills confidence. Yet 81% of adults with developmental differences don't have a paid job, even though companies that employ people with differences report better morale and higher productivity. There are 6.5 million people in the U.S. with an intellectual or developmental difference such as autism. And now, thanks to Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, the Holly Rod Foundation, and Special Olympics, there has never been more opportunity to improve hiring practices and build a more inclusive workforce. Join me, Ricky Rubio, and these amazing organizations in supporting and creating pathways to 1 million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community. Visit deliveringjobs.org to learn more. That's deliveringjobs.org. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, always very glad to have the Fox News Medical All-Stars join us. And uh, this week, my next guest has had a lot to say about a brand new study, and it's one that is so important. Uh, It is addressed by the Surgeon General advising on social media and the impact on our young people. Dr. Mark Siegel rejoins me. Dr. Siegel, uh, what did we find out? I interviewed the Surgeon General this week about this. Vivek Murthy, and um, you know, he's been looking at issues of mental health and loneliness for a long time. But this time, is this advisory comes on the heels of his prior advisory on loneliness, and it's kind of related because he's looking at the issue of kids being isolated, teens being isolated. And he admitted to me that the pandemic played a huge role in this and made things a lot worse, skyrocketed. But I think it's a generational issue because he also pointed out The parents of 20 years ago don't feel as worried as parents now per all their surveys. Why? Because social media has mushrooms. Because if you have, if a a kid or a teen spends more than three hours a day on social media, which the majority do, vast majority do, their risk of depression doubles. And the Surgeon General believes that the impetus to get on social media may very well be positive. If you're in a marginalized group, if you're in the LGBTQ community or you're in a minority or you have, say you have cancer or you have something that you're looking for people to relate to that have similar problems or similar vantage points, but then you may end up getting addicted because the technology companies want you to be addicted. And once you're addicted, you could be subject to aggression, mocking, cyberbullying. And so he's looked at all of those things. And he said a couple of things to me that I wasn't expecting. He said that the technology companies and the social media companies are not ponying up the data, Kevin. They're not telling us what they know about about why this is all happening. And without the data, health policy can't be made about what to do about it. And one other thing, he pointed out, and I had never thought of this before, that the way he looks at it is safety. And I I always believe it from the point of view of free speech, right? Mm. You can't censor anybody. And the attempts to censor someone that went on through the pandemic imply you know and they don't. So I've been against the whole idea of restricting social media, but he made a really good point I hadn't thought of. He said, what about restricting car seats? What about you as a physician restricting medications that teens can have? And of course I can. And of course I do. So if you can make a case for social media being a health issue and violating the good health of our teens, then you have to have standards and you have to set standards. And you can't just be parents set standards because parents may not know. So it's got to be data available, parents setting standards, physicians involved, and yes, government regulators as well. That's a complicated uh, salad for sure, Dr. Siegel. But let me ask you, are there any kind of practical things that parents can do to take this bull by the horns in advance of some of the larger problems setting in? Great, great question. And the answer is that parents can involve physicians. Physicians can be involved in the conversation because your pediatrician is going to want to have your kid's best interest at heart or a therapist potentially. And the other thing is, and again, this comes from the Surgeon General's report, You want media-free zones. You want places to have discussions that maybe are a throwback to yesteryear to when we didn't have all of this. So maybe even try to have a communication with your teen about what the goal is here. 
And another point that he made, and I don't want to give him all the credit because I thought a lot of this myself, <laughs> which is, which is, you know, time spent on social media is time taken away from in-person interaction. You know, even radio. I love Kevin McCullough, but the best time I spent with him was on a boat. So where he not graciously invited me. So in-person activities are competing with social media. Yeah. No, it, you know, and I, I kind of hesitate to say this publicly because I think I should be doing better. But I, I have seen it sprout up in my seventh grader's life. He if we don't pull him down to the dinner table uh, to sit and have dinner with us and communicate and be required to be there for X number of minutes uh, beyond even the consuming of his own food, um, he will be we will find him back upstairs uh, on his laptop, you know, looking at YouTube, playing chess, doing the stuff that he does. And I I actually am very worried about this because, Dr. Siegel, we have a pretty healthy home. My kids are well adjusted. They they're happy kids. I can only imagine how this impacts the life when you're talking about uh, financial hardship when you're talking about um, so other social challenges that ent enter into today's kids. Yeah, that's that, that's true, and and it, and it leads kids to be at a big disadvantage. And another point here on this report is about insecurity that kids can't compete with the idealized images on social media and makes them feel bad, and then that gets compounded. So there's a there's an unreality, a lack of reality to it that interferes with what we think kids should be doing or what kids used to be doing, playing soccer, playing basketball, yeah, you know, going out to have parties, studying, you know, going on family trips. And well, you don't want to go on a family trip and have your kid being, being on, uh, you know, TikTok all day long. And then, by the way, Trace Gallagher asked me last night, really smartly, one of our top anchors at Fox. Love Trace. Is, is, is some social media worse than others? And I have to say, I think TikTok is the worst. Usually the last one in is the worst. So the tick, tick, the addition of TikTok, where they claim to be having health and wellness hubs and all kinds of things that are going to educate you. But when you when you scratch just below the surface, you find pollution. And again, I'm not saying that I want to censor any of that. I don't I don't really know what the answer is here because I'm totally against censorship. But I, I don't have a problem with looking at it in terms of health and safety. I think that's a really smart vantage. Well, I think two thoughts on that. Obviously, there's there's there are other reasons that TikTok may not be good for America. And we're going to let the legislatures uh, kind of figure that out as they go along. But the other, the other side of this is um, you don't need hey, necessarily. Kevin, you're talking about whether China is spying exactly. on exactly. <laughs> well, and and well, think about this, Doctor Siegel. So, if they are, and if they are purposefully capable of feeding into people's feeds things that they know that will manipulate them, it is to China's benefit to keep our young people depressed. It is to China's benefit to keep us unhealthily addicted to whatever it is. So, it's not completely divorced from the conversation. But I'm thinking more practically, even um, as parents, we may not need the government to censor anything because maybe parents should be censoring it up until. Until a certain age or until a certain level of responsibility is reached where the child demonstrates a maturity that can handle some of this. And I know what you're talking about when it comes to the unfair comparisons of uh, people on social media to actual users, because it's not just kids that see it. Almost every grown woman that I've spoken to about social media at one point in time says something like, oh, I can't watch Kate Middleton's uh, Instagram feed because she's too perfect. Well, what is what are they saying when they see that they're seeing a curated life that is designed to make them want to be like that person? And it's, you know, a little bit out of their reach. Well, if, if grown women who are beautiful and confident and very accomplished feel that way, imagine what an awkward 11 or 12 year old girl who doesn't really know what's going on with her body, who doesn't have a great self-image to begin with, is feeling when she looks at the same thing. You know, and add to that, uh, exact, really well spoken by you, uh, add to that the issue that social media itself is so sexualized and violent, and do we want our kids or our teens to be subject to that? I think I'm saying the same thing, thing as you just yeah. said. All right, yeah, Dr. Siegel, let's take a quick break. I want to come back and ask you about the medications that Americans can't get. We've got just a few more minutes with Dr. Mark Siegel. Stay with us. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. 
a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Is now a good time to buy? That seems to be the million-dollar question these days, and most experts agree. Yes, it is. Hey, everyone. This is Mike. And this is Brian with Fellowship Home Loans. And for the first time in nearly three years, we have seen the market shift from a seller's market back to a buyer's market. In other words, you can get a house for less now than you could have in the past. And save even more money. Give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Stop paying rent and let Fellowship help you start building equity today. Call 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Fellowship Home Loans. Welcome Welcome home. Come and get your loan. Fellowship Home Loans. Nationwide Mortgage Bankers, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 819382. I'm Kevin Cottrell here with Dan Buttafuoco, one of our good friends of the radio station. And uh, he has been an attorney, Dan, how many years now? 41 years. And you recently settled your 136th million dollar case. That's pretty amazing. Yes, thank God, Kevin. We've been really fortunate. We've got a staff of 24 people, which is committed to serving the needs of the seriously injured people due to medical malpractice, product liability, or just a simple car accident. We handle it all. We've grown. We're now in 50 states. Many of these people are pretty seriously injured injured and uh, really need that money to exist and have some quality of life. Call but if you go and associates at 800 now heard and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878-800 now hurt. But if you go and associates cares that you get the best results. They don't take the easy way or the easy money. They fight for the maximum benefit. 800 now hurt. But if you go and associates 800-669-4878-800 now hurt. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experience experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough. All right, we're back, and it's Wellness Wednesday, and I always appreciate the brilliance of Dr. Mark Siegel. He's kind of the grand poobah of the Fox News Medical All-Stars, and we always appreciate his valuable time. In fact, he's he's literally walking from his hospital to a Fox hit, and he he's working us in in between. So, Dr. Siegel, we're very grateful, and thank you for the compliment about spending the evening with us on the boat. That was a great evening, and uh, I really loved having you there. Um, I'm, when is when is this year's? Uh, it'll be in September, and you're getting an invite. Don't you don't okay. you worry about it. Um, you can't wait. As long as you bring that lovely Mrs. Siegel with you, that was that was a real treat. Uh, well, that's not, that's that Mrs. Siegel is a, is a great neurologist who uh, is actually smarter than me. That's one of my best kept secrets. <laughs> well, well, that's that's your reference guide on all things uh, neurology. Um, let me exactly. ask you, and I've seen a couple of people talk about this publicly, but you tweeted about it, that we're having trouble getting it's something like over 300 different forms of, of medications that are needed in the country today. What's causing it? And why do you think we're at this point? That's a complex. You, you use the term multifaceted complex. That's that's the situation. First of all, 
we're stuck relying on supply chains from other countries, uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients from India, from China. Uh, they, not just the political problems with that and the and the and the issues of trade. There's also the issues of the lockdowns that, that occurred. Clearly, the lockdowns in China, some of them that came fairly recently, uh, interfered with 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 the factory factory work and, and ingredients that we need. Second, way too much of the uh, of the medicines are coming from offshore, coming from India, coming from China, and a lot of them are generics. And you would think that's cheaper. But the problem is that the middlemen are involved with that. The pharmacy benefit managers are involved. And by the time they get here, the price may be risen. And then there becomes an issue of are people willing to pay that price? Are insurers willing to pay that price? And guess what happens? If the generics who work on a very narrow profit margin don't feel they have an insured market here, they stop making the drug. So translation, I'll give you a Kevin McCullough on this. We're not making enough of these medicines here. Mm. And we damn well better start. There's over 300 medications that were short, according to the uh, one of the pharmaceutical societies. FDA says 150. It's probably twice that. And we're talking about basic things like chemotherapy, intravenous drugs, things for blood clots, heart disease medications, antibiotics. And there's very little profit in antibiotics, by the way, because they're old and they're, they're, there's a narrow profit margin and we only use them when we're sick. So you can't rely on them as a daily product. So drug companies know all of that. Over 300 drugs short, and on top of all of that, we got a lot of panic buying because people learn about this and they try to stock up and then other people go without. And that applies to drugs like Adderall or tension deficit disorder, which I think is overdiagnosed. But I mean, I'm not in charge of that. I'm only in charge of my practice. But there's a great demand. And then, of course, you know about the weight loss drugs, Mm -hmm. which have been overhyped by celebrities the excess demand so that I can't get them for diabetics. This whole thing is going to require much more of a public-private partnership like we saw in the Trump administration that was pioneered during the pandemic, got very little attention or congratulations. That's what you know the role of the FDA should be, not to just to say there's a shortage, but to work directly with the companies to try to alleviate it. So if you were to estimate like the if we don't change anything and things stay as they are uh, over the next year to two years, are we going to have literally patients going without the medications that they need for long periods of time? They're already doing that. And there's a study that just came out on seniors that revealed that one out of five seniors are not taking their medicines or are cutting down significantly because of copays or deductibles. And that's kind of what I'm talking about, where wow. The doctor brings you to the trough, but you're afraid to drink or you can't afford to. And, you know, that's with Medicare Advantage. That's with uh, Medicare Part Part D. There's issues with built-in deductibles and, and hidden payments that seniors who are on a fixed income are not expected. So, yeah, people are going without. Well, and we know from the pandemic that one of the worst things that can happen is for people who are getting regular medical attention is for to some reason have that suddenly interrupted and suspended for a long period of time we saw it with cancer we've seen it with a lot of other things and not every doctor it has the capability i, I we had uh, dr neshawat on last week and she said that uh, you know she she spent an entire afternoon one day uh, calling around trying to find a certain medication for a couple of her patients that just could not be found anywhere and it took her about three hours personally calling people before she could find it and I, if that's multiplied across a lot of different spectrums, we are in deep, deep trouble. So keep raising the flag on that, Dr. Siegel. And thanks. One, one, time, one final point about that, Kevin, is yeah. that pharmacies themselves have become real barriers. And maybe this is the reason. I don't know the reason, but pharmacists are constantly saying to me, I can't approve that. I need more documentation. You know, insurance is going to cover that. I'm thinking, whatever happened to the days when I wrote it and they filled it? Well, Dr. Siegel, thank you for being with us. As always, we appreciate it. My pleasure, Kevin. Thanks for having me. You got Great it. to be on with you. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Let's see. You've applied for our open position for account representative? Yeah, that's the one. Great. I see you went to UC Berkeley. It was really awesome. We had several sit-ins to protest oppressive capitalism. Oh, and uh, how about your skills for this position? Oh, yes. I know all about how to spot microaggressions and root out privilege. Uh, we don't really do that here. We do accounting and finance consulting. Do you have any safe spaces? Safe spaces? Yes, where people can go to get away from the colonialist mentality. 
reality, as long as there's a diversity, equity, and inclusion policy, we'll be fine. <sighs> Life's too short to waste your time on bad hires. I'm Andrew Krapichetz, the CEO and founder of RedBalloon.Work. Every week, tens of thousands of reliable, career-minded job seekers visit RedBalloon.Work without all that woke nonsense. Post your open jobs at RedBalloon.Work. And if you put in promo code SALEM, you'll receive 10% off your first month's job postings. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Last week, the Supreme Court rejected last-ditch efforts to restrain illegal immigration by retaining Title 42, the COVID-era public health policy that let the government quickly expel certain asylum seekers. Justice Neil Gorsuch penned a wise accompanying statement. He denounced all the emergency decrees, from lockdown orders to vaccine mandates, enforced during the pandemic, calling them rightly, quote, the greatest intrusions on civil liberties in the peacetime history of this country, unquote, he pointed out how executives closed churches but allowed casinos and other favored businesses to stay open. And he noted that abuses from the executive branch had occurred at every level of government. The justice concluded with a warning all of us must take to heart. Quote, Rule by indefinite emergency edict risks leaving us with a shell of a democracy and civil liberties justice hollow. Let's hope more of the nation starts listening. Listen to the Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570, the Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that helps keep you comfortable throughout the night. It dissipates heat and humidity, and it creates a cooling sensation to maintain a cooler surface temperature. Call 1-800-651-0798. MyPillow knows that core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep and the new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature through the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Call 1-800-651-0798. Of course it's machine washable, dryable, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code WMCA or call 1-800-651-0798. That's 1-800-651-0798. And don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0. Call 1-800-651-0798. That's 1-800-651-0798. Fellowship Deaconry is the premier place to have your retreat or conference. With lodging, meeting centers, meals, and activities, Fellowship Deaconry is an all-inclusive retreat center located at their beautiful campus in Basking Ridge, New Jersey. Call Patricia at 908-647-1777 to reserve your fall retreat today. Space is limited. Call Patricia at 908-647-1777. You don't have to go far away to get away. And there's more. Fellowship Deaconry is giving away two nights with meals included for you and a guest. Enter at deaconry.org. That's deaconry.org. Fellowship Deaconry's mission is to glorify God with positive life-transforming experiences for all who come. Call Patricia to reserve your all-inclusive retreat or conference at 908-647-1777. Sign up to win a two-night getaway for you and a guest at deaconry.org. You don't have to go far to get away. Fellowship Deaconry Ministries at deaconry.org for more information or call Patricia at 908-647-1777. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Though Phi no longer drives, he can still fly down the track. Staying fit helps Phi stay flexible in his ongoing fight with retinitis pigmentosa, a blinding retinal disease. But even when the way forward is hard to see, Phi is always hopeful because he knows he's not fighting alone. For 50 years, the Foundation Fighting Blindness has funded research into treatments and cures for blinding diseases, providing real hope to those fighting vision loss. And our nationwide community of local chapters provides networking and support for people with vision loss, as well as their loved ones. Because the best way to fight against blinding diseases is to fight together. And for Phi, winning the fight against vision loss means seeing new ways to push himself. The foundation fighting blindness. Together, we're winning. Learn more about how you can help us end blinding diseases at fightingblindness.org. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, my next guest uh, operate um, a place that not only is hope in name, but offers hope in a very significant way that I'm not sure any place I've ever personally uh, witnessed, uh, I, I can vouch for as much. 
Uh, and let me just give you a, a quick personal side to this story. There is a, a place that deals with a, a very difficult stage of people's life. And when they come there, many times they've exhausted any and all other opportunities. And the people at a place called the Oasis of Hope have been offering hope to uh, those that are struggling with cancer uh, for a, a very long time. And in fact, it was, I believe, in the mid 1980s, 85, 86, 87, somewhere in there. When my mom was diagnosed with stage three initially, and it quickly became stage four breast cancer, uh, that we actually went and knocked on the door of this little, at that time, it was a little medical clinic in Tijuana, but it is now a full-fledged hospital uh, that is doing amazing things. And I'm so honored to have uh, Dr. Francisco Contreras uh, join us, uh, as well as Daniel Kennedy from the Oasis of Hope. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for being here. It's our honor. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you. Dr. Contreras, um, in 1985, my mom was diagnosed with pretty devastating news. She had a very aggressive form of cancer, and she was told six months was about all she would be able to squeak out of life. Uh, she weighed, she was about five foot eight at the time, five foot seven and a half, something like that, weighed maybe 105 pounds soaking wet. And she did not think that chemotherapy or radiation or any of the things that she was looking at in terms of what her medical experts had told her she would need to do that she would even survive those treatments much less um a heal from the cancer and she went on a radical journey trying to find nutrition trying to find anything that would bolster her little body she she suffered with uh low blood sugar and uh, some other th kind of contributing uh, underlying factors but when she found out about oasis of hope uh, she really did feel like she had found a genuine place that she could go and genuinely have not only her faith embraced but find real nutrition and medical help. What has made Oasis of Hope so unique in terms of what it does in the, in the world of oncology? I believe that it's, uh, you know, what my father uh, started was taking care of the whole person. Um, in, in medicine, we become mechanics of the human body and we forget that patients have emotional and spiritual needs. Um, and, uh, my father just believed that that was a reason for the biggest failure, especially in oncology, uh, where uh, every year more people die of cancer than the year before, in spite of all of the advances in money and brains that have been uh, uh, put uh, to, to fight it. Um, and the second part, I believe, is that we uh, have this integrative approach where, where not only do we have to uh, fight the cancer with all the conventional whenever that is uh, uh, helpful, but we have a, a, a tremendous amount of alternative methods that can be very helpful for the patients. You mentioned diet, and diet is a big part uh, of our, ther uh, our therapy. And, and so whenever we can, we will combine those. Uh, but I believe that the most powerful is that we, as you mentioned before, we, we give hope to the patients because while there's life, there's hope. And telling a patient you can go home and die because you have cancer and there's nothing else to be done, it's it's false. There's always something that that you can do for the patients. And what was what was the vision of your father in founding the Oasis? Uh, basically, the vision of my father was to provide them with spiritual support by accepting Jesus as your savior. Because even though it's important to provide patients with more life and quality. There's nothing that beats spending your eternity in heaven. That was the vision, and that continues to be the vision of the Oasis. And that can that can bring a certain degree of even wellness to the person that is seeking, you know, a solution. Um, and, and what I mean by that is I hear so many nutritionists and and others talk about, you know, the need for the, the triad of health and you have the physical component and you have the chemical component, which is the the nutrition and medicines. And then you've got the uh, and they don't know how to put it, the spiritual, emotional, they'll, they'll kind of wrap all these things into it. But the, there is a piece of the human that has a spiritual longing that is looking for a spiritual answer. Definitely. And, and I think that that is, you know, what has continued to be missed by doctors, even Christian doctors uh, uh, at this time uh, and age. Um, and I've, I truly believe that one of the reasons why our success rates are so much better than just about any other uh, oncological center in the world is because of miracles. Uh, people, once they spiritually set themselves uh, by relaxing about their future, because eternally it's been resolved, 
by the fact that they accept Jesus Christ as their, their Savior, they set themselves up for, for miracles. And so we see many of those, uh, in, and we have been blessed by that. Yeah. So, Daniel uh, Kennedy, you're here with uh, Dr. Contreras. What's your connection to the Oasis? So the founder was Ernesto Contreras, my grandfather. I was the first grandson. And in fact, I, my name is Daniel Ernesto. So I carry uh, my grandfather's name in my name, which is a great honor. Dr. Francisco Contreras is my uncle. So I've never known a day in my life without him being my boss. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like working for family? It's, it's amazing to work for Dr. Contreras because he has never put any limits and he's allowed me to dream and to talk to patients and find out what patients really needed. And he's allowed me to build things for them. So he, for him to be able to be completely focused on the patient, um, I've been called like an Aaron to a Moses. And it's just been my honor for the last 30 years to be by his side to wow. make work that he had what he needed to help the patients, the patients had what they needed. Uh, but but the first seven years of my career, my grandfather was alive and treating patients. And so I got to be there and it was incredible to have grandpa, uncle, grandson, the three generations working together for those seven years. As I can surely imagine, it must be a very special place. And we're very uh, glad to be able to talk to you tonight. Uh, the Oasis of Hope, one of the real leading uh, places across the globe when it comes to uh, holistic cancer care. And again, um, I'm connected to him because that was where my mom found her best treatment when I was still in high school a long time ago. Anyway, uh, the Oasis of Hope were at National Religious Broadcasters Convention this week. Glad to have them. Stay here. Concerned about the impact the current state of our culture will have on the future leaders of the nation? Studies show a child's worldview begins taking shape as soon as they can speak. At City Life Academy, they believe this is true. They equip and prepare students beyond academics and into the spiritual side of life. They prepare them to engage with a challenging world, not hide from it. At City Life Academy, they teach students how to think, not what to think. Using God's Word as the foundation for a biblical worldview, their goal is to produce a generation that uses God-given reason and is not afraid to be the lights in darkness. They teach students to love their neighbors with compassion and grace while standing firm in faith. City Life Academy has a world-class high-tech facility in Brooklyn with affordable tuition rates for students from 3-year-old pre-K to 12th grade. Students are mentored in a gospel-centered atmosphere by caring staff who demonstrate biblical grace in students' daily lives. For more information, visit citylife.academy or call 718-436-8924. That's citylife.academy or 718-436-8924. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna, and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Kamins, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Kamins earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Kamins law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. AM 570 The Mission doesn't have to stop when you turn off the radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM 570 The Mission. Take us wherever you go. AM 570 The Mission. WMCA. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us uh, as we uh, round out today's Wellness Wednesday. I always want to remind you that it is brought to you in part by the incredible people at Balance of Nature. If you have never uh, tried the fruits and the veggies, you are missing out on uh, some real health benefits. Uh, the, the, you heard in the uh, discussion with the doctors from Oasis of Hope, uh, again, if you want more information on them, oasisofhope.com is where they are at uh, 
actively encouraging a Christian faith in the practice of the application of oncology. It's just, it's really an amazing place. And again, uh, I had lost track of them completely. And then I saw that, uh, that they had kind of reemerged stronger than ever. And my mom had benefited from their work so greatly. Uh, I am really honored that they uh, spent some time with us today. They're very busy at the national religious broadcasters convention, uh, right now uh, talking to people about the unique services that they provide. And I hope that they help a lot of people. It was good to catch up. Uh, anyway, uh, Wellness Wednesday is is built off the very foundation of the balance of nature. And when we were talking about immu, immuno um, technology, when we're talking about immunity building, when we're talking about nutritional application to the immune system, uh, that's what all that is, getting your system healthy so that it's able to um, fight for you has been the kind of the key concept behind Balance of Nature since Dr. Howard started it. And like the Oasis of Hope, the Balance of Nature people believe in the triad. You've got the spiritual, you've got the chemical, you've got the physical, and you have to have all three in balance to have uh, quality health uh, in this life. Um and on the on the chemical side, which is all of the food and stuff you put in your mouth, uh, what you drink, what you eat, uh, the vitamins you take, etc. Uh, I've never found a more complete, totally complete system than balance of nature. And in fact, I've I've had, you know, some aches and pains over the last few days just for just just for the benefit of knowing that I had done it. I, I upped my daily dosage. I went from I, I take now six fruits and veggies every day because I'm trying to keep supercharged. But I just upped it to 12 for a couple of days in a row because I had some aches and pains. And I thought, you know, there's probably some inflammation, some other things. Uh, and I wanted to deal with it. And I'm telling you today, it's like I'm a new man. Um, but the balance of nature, 31 key fruits and vegetables that you cannot overdose on. And yet the way they are processed, uh, which is proprietary, it's, it, they, they own the processing uh, procedures. Uh, they, they keep all of the nutrition in the, the fruit and vegetable product. And you take these capsules that are nothing but ground up fruits and vegetables um, and all of the nutrition that they carry with them. And your, your immune system is boosted. I've told you many times about the horrible case of bronchitis that I had that Dr. Ne- uh, Dr. Howard walked me through. So all that to say, they sponsor Wellness Wednesday. It's why Wellness Wednesday exists. And I just want to say thank you to them. Uh, 800-2468-751, 800-2468-751. Ask for your free health coach when you call and tell them that you heard Kevin McCullough talking about him uh, on AM 570 and AM 970 here in New York City. All right, Kevin McCullough, we will see you next time.